This is going to be this one that we're working on here. This one is going to be. I feel I feel gross about this. Mm, good. I feel you sh- really and you should. gross about this. One. And you should. I knew what it was thirty years ago. I know what it is now. It's it's disgusting, man. This is a this is a horrible song. <laughs> Are you ready? No, I'm not. I want. I just want to get a picture. <laughs> Of Loke before we start oh, this. Please do. Just so that I can... We should start printing out pictures of the people that we're going to... And put them at a microphone. Yeah. So we can act like we're there just he is. ruining them. Yeah. Alright, ready? <clears throat> as ready as we're going to be. <laughs> Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. For the 20-something time, I've lost count. Maybe 24th. I'm Mark. 24, yeah. Okay. Just like like the TV series, 24. And I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? Kiefer is lording over my seconds. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. 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 You just got back from a, a fancy weekend. Oh God! It was. Uh, it was. I am refreshed. Yes. I have had. Yeah. I've had. Uh, I, I had four days in Orlando where I walked probably seven or eight miles a day in different theme parks. And uh, I. But I feel good, man. I had a great time. Good. We had a room with a hot tub. Nice. We had a beautiful view. We sipped coffee in the morning on our little balcony. We had a great time. My daughter had the time of her life. My wife had a smile the vast majority of the time, which is always good. Happy was, life, happy, 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 happy wife, wife happy, happy, life. happy life. I don't know why I can't say happy. I say happy. But here I am. Yeah, no, it was great, man. It was great. I wish you could have been there. Um, I I had a uh, I had a three day weekend. Huh. My first three day weekend in a fifteen years. Just about. Uh, not that I haven't had three days off in a row, but proper no. three day weekend where everybody else has. You did not the same get. three days off. Yeah, I had shows three of those days. Oh. Um, so, you know, um, it was, uh, not fully off, but, but shows don't count as like, you know, your day job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, still work, but it's not, you know, as it's not the same when it all comes down to it. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is a contract that I've made with something that I love dearly. So I'm refreshed also. Um, you know, I feel good. Just got off of a work day. We just got done with some discussion about country music. Yes. I've got some new songs uh, that I've added to the list today that, that I'm very, very excited about. A couple that sure. we're recording today. Yeah. Um, this song I was mentioning off mic, our first song of Pride Month, <laughs> and it's got such a transphobic part <laughs> that I, I can't believe that this is how the stars aligned. But it, yeah, oh, I mean, I don't want to say it. We, we got to get to it. We've before talked I can about say it. Anything. Yeah, we've talked about it before. Our love of hip hop and rap when we were uh, younger. Um, and this is a song that I was very, very into. Um, this is, um, you were, oh yeah. You liked it? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I mean, you got to understand that I'm a drummer. So wild thing. This is, was n- very, very much like this is only drums. Yeah. This well, is pretty much only uh, drums. Well, uh, except for a guitar lick. Yes. From hot blooded by foreigner. That is true. <laughs> um, chicken and seed. Yeah. This is tone Lokes, uh, funky cold Medina. Now, the last episode, you mistaken Young MC for for Tone Lokes. I did. I did. Young that MC was a writer on this song. I didn't know that. There you go. Oh, my God. Yes, the song was written by Young MC, Matt Dyke, and Michael Ross. 
performed by Tone Loke on his album Loked After Dark, Loked 1989. After Dark. Yes. I was a nine-year-old. I was still kind of clamoring on whatever kind of rap and hip-hop was coming out at the time. I was 15 or 16. And yes. Then, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wild Thing, the first big hit. Yes. And when you played drums, you had to play the Wild Thing drum beat. Well, Wild Thing, of... when it came out, was very, very much regarded by people even that didn't like rap at the time. And there was much... That rap was not so widely accepted back then as it is now, mainly for the fact that Wild Thing had a had a had a, a lick in it from Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. So, um, I I kind of could appreciate Wild Thing a little bit. Funky Cold Medina, I thought from the get go, was awful. I didn't like it at all. It was just drums and him, and it was very uh, it was very plain and boring. And, uh, and I didn't think much of it at the time. And for years afterwards, it was always one of these songs that if you went into a karaoke bar, some guy that thought that he was funny would get up and do Funky Cold Medina and scream the Funky Cold Medina part. And it got to be annoying. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, this song contains several samples. The drums, that we as we mentioned before, is from uh, are from Get Off Your Ass and Jam by Funkadelic. Mm-hmm. The main guitar riff is from Hot Blooded by oh, Foreigner. Yes. They also use other samples, including I Can't Get No Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones, which are referenced in the lyrics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christine 16 by Kiss. What? All Right Now by Free. And You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet by Bachman Turner Overdrive. So a kind lot of, of a, these uh, I don't hear in the song, man. And a couple of these songs we have mentioned. I think they're just like little bits we have mentioned for this podcast. We've talked endlessly oh, yeah. about Kiss. Um, a friend of mine um, mentioned possibly doing... Um, Bachman Turner Overdrive, You Ain't Seen Nothing nothing Yet, yet. which the lyrics aren't necessarily terrible, but um, the stuttering in it was supposedly a pointed uh, joke making fun of his brother who had a a, um, stutter. Oh, well, let's shit on those assholes. Yeah, Bachman Turner Overdrive probably has, I mean, they're a jam, but, you know, they probably have some problematic stuff. Yeah. Um, The synopsis in Wikipedia is so good, I want to read it, but I can't without getting to the lyrics first. Right. Um, We just, we we can't get, we can't delve inside that. Um, Loked After Dark is the album that this was was out on and uh, was a very, very big hit. Um, Peaked on the UK singles chart at number 13 in May of 1989. Rose to number three on the Billboard Hot 100. God. Went platinum selling over a million copies. And it is a song simply about date raping, um, but with with like an upper rather than a downer. It's like a Spanish fly. Spanish fly. Um, date rape. Yeah. Um, and and very problematic. Very. Um, there is some weird stuff going on with dogs. Um, uh, it's just there's bestiality. There's poisoning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's I'm, there's all kinds of issues. Should yeah. we should we jump right into this it? Do you have anything else we, to say? No, no, no. This is where we have to just put our heads down and hope to God that we come through this on the other side with our with our our our, uh, our psyches intact. All right, dig it. All right. Then we got some drums. Yep. Cold, cool, and at a bar, and I'm looking for some action. But like Mick Jagger said, I can't get no satisfaction. His gravelly voice yes. from a tea drinking incident when he was a kid. Is that what he's blaming it on? And it scalded his throat. Okay. And that is why he has a gravelly voice, which I never knew. I didn't I thought know that, that either. Pretty I thought it was just an affect. Uh, yeah, me too. I thought it was kind of like, oh, well, this is, you know, he's just doing this because it's cool and he's 
gonna carry it on when he does Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Or uh, which whatever. yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah. As a Dolphins fan, I'm sure you want to. We're going to. Speaking of transphobia, the girls are all around. Fickle. But none of them want to get with me. My threads are fresh and I'm looking deaf. Yo, what's up with LOC? I mean, we're not really encountering anything bad yet. I mean, I guess just like some expectation that uh, just because he's famous um, and and look and looking good that, uh, you know, people should pander to him. But I mean, like, whatever, like people are feeling themselves. You know, you're, you're, you're sitting here sticking up for him. I want to just say that uh, that that this is. The um, overwhelming stench of mediocrity is all over the beginning of this song. Oh, well, I mean, it's it just, mediocre. It, yeah, yeah it, it's just there's well, mediocre nothing. Mediocre is no crime. It's not a crime, but it doesn't mean I have to sub- be subjected to it. And, of course, I did in the <laughs> 80s. You know, like, you heard this song everywhere. Didn't like it. But Didn't knowing, it was good. knowing where we're going, this oh. is. Oh, it gets worse. This is this is poetry compared right. yeah, well, to what we've got coming down. <laughs> the girls is Thank all jocking. Thank you for jocking. being nice, Mark. <laughs> The girls is all jocking at the other end of the bar, having drinks with some no-name chump when they know that I'm the star. Thinks a lot of himself there, Mr. Loke. Yeah, apparently he thinks that uh, he's some hot shit. I mean, it's interesting because he refers to himself as a star. This was on the same album as Wild Thing. He doesn't know yet that he's going to be a star. This song kind of falls flat if he doesn't do well. Completely. And I mean, we've talked about how a lot of rap is... 90 percent bravado yes exactly so you've just got to do the thing but i mean it's one of those things where if you if you don't end up looking like the badass that you say you're going to look like then you just end up looking like an idiot well Um, but he pulled it off it's fiction yeah i mean it is fiction i like to think that right here he's kind of setting the stage for the future vanilla ice drop the zero and get with the hero that's what it sounds like you know while the lady's down there with a you know yeah who's this loser like i'm 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 Tone Loke. Yeah. I'm over here looking fly. Don't you see what I'm wearing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Got the th- fresh threads. So I got up and strolled over to the other side of the cantina. I asked the guy, why you so fly? He said, Funky Cold Medina. Funky Cold Medina is a beverage with purported effects similar to Spanish fly, i.e. something that gets you aroused. It is apparently supposedly pretty much the same thing as a fuzzy navel okay one part vodka one part peach liqueur one part blue carousel liqueur topped with cranberry juice and ice um doesn't necessarily make me get horny just reading it no according to flavor flave who has heard using the phrase cold medina a year earlier in the album it takes a nation of millions to hold us back Cold Medina was one of his assertive affirmations throughout the 1980s and was adopted by label mates of Beastie Boys as a nickname for the cocktail known as a fuzzy navel. Uh Flav allegedly told uh, Tone Loke to use the catchphrase in a song. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Yeah, okay. Love Flavor. Yeah, Yeah. also a very problematic figure. Very problematic figure, but I think light years better as far as hip-hop goes. In my yeah. opinion, I like Flavor Flav's music. Uh, not so much Tone Loke. Funky Cold Medina. Well, I I like, um, I like Public Enemy. Yes. yes. But Flavor Flav is an afterthought, I think, in Public Enemies. Like, do it, you think that? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I don't think so at all. Oh, I no, think no, so. no. Because I mean, look at one of the premier songs from that time period. 
put this song up against 911 as a joke. I mean, no, don't yeah. get me wrong, but I think that like he's just like I I think that Chuck D probably wrote half of those lyrics and you he think just that said, I do. Oh, I don't. I, I disagree. I got to disagree with you. Yeah, I, I think I, the I might be wrong. I'll admit is, it. is truly talented. Oh. And not to say that he didn't have his faults, which there are many. Oh, yeah. Well, which yeah. there are many, many. But um, <laughs> yes. but that just came out in the series of reality TV episodes. But I will say that um, that no, I, I believe that there is there is talent underlying in Flavor Flav. So we've got Tone Loke at one end of the bar. He sees a bunch of women around some guy who's a no-name chump. Yes. He goes over to the guy. He says, what's going on down here? Why are all these women with you? And he says, Funky Cold Medina. Right, which is what you have just said is essentially a fuzzy navel. Yes. Uh, now, So I- he's drinking this fruity drink, which I can just imagine people being like, and I'm not saying fruity in a derogatory No, it has fruit gig. in it. It is it fruity is, flavored. Yes, it yes. is what I think a lot of people would give someone a hard time for if they were sitting at a bar trying to look hard. I like fruity drinks. I do too. And I, I was actually, to, yeah. I just played a show uh, where I got a strawberry daiquiri and I was like, people Ugh, used to always clown on them. me for getting strawberry daiquiris. I do not give a fuck. They I taste don't either. good. They're, they're fantastic. Eat that, my shit. Banana daiquiri. You know, when they, they kind of, you know, uh, in the Godfather too, they kind of, they kind of come mm-hmm. down on Fredo for, you know, right. Um, you know, uh, what will you have? A banana daiquiri, you know, like, Oh, look what the little chump drinks. Right. I'm ordering a banana daiquiri. If you want to, if you want to like drink them. scotch and you, that's fine. That's great. I'm going to drink this tasty drink. Right. And exactly. I'm, I'm going to savor it. Love that. What did those kids in the hall call it? The girl drink drunk. Yes. Give me a pink squirrel. <laughs> This brother told me a secret on how to get more chicks. Put a little Medina in your glass, and the girls will come real quick. Now, do you think this is a double entendre with cum? Uh, yes. yes. I don't. It, it kind of <laughs> is. Think, it, I think I, I it kind of is. I think they did not intend that to be a double entendre. I think, I think it, they were just like, someone was like, oh, like, cum. And they were like, all right, I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, if you say so. Well, like, this goes along with the whole, well, Loke's not as intelligent as we think. Oh, well, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean. Uh, it's better than any alcohol or aphrodisiac. A couple of sips of this love potion and she'll be on your lap. Okay, well, it is purportedly an aphrodisiac. It's purportedly alcohol. And and alcohol, yes. It says, I mean, this is but better even, than any alcohol. It is alcohol. Even if it were fiction. Even if it were not real. Even if it wasn't a fuzzy navel. What you are talking about is an aphrodisiac. Something that you put in a drink. To get a woman aroused, a.k.a. Spanish fly, a.k.a. we know that none of that shit ever works. Right. So is an aphrodisiac. And That's I mean, what it is. You know, you would have to say it's better than any other alcohol or aphrodisiac. Precisely. But this is giving off the impression that, like, forget those alcohols and aphrodisiacs. Try this alcohol aphrodisiac. <laughs> right. And it's like, well, you said it's better than right. either of those things. So I gave some to my dog when he began to beg. Okay. I'm calling animal control. This is where things are getting real fucking strange. This is where it starts. Yeah. All right. Okay. Why your dog? Like, what a weird fucking thing to be like, oh, man, this drink will make girls want me. Makes makes them horny for me. Right. Why don't I give it to my dog? Yeah. Yeah. Why why do your dog? Yeah, I mean What a weird fucking first of all, you don't know if it's good for your dog. No. Then you just you don't really give it know to what's in it. Because you want to make your dog fucking have dogs fuck him? What the fuck kind of problem are you looking for? Your dog for? fuck you? Well though, here's the thing. Go ahead. Okay. 
at the bar, he says, women are all around this guy. Why are you so fly? He said, funky cold Medina. Mm-hmm. Giving off the impression, right, that drinking this will make girls come to you. Right. He's not going around humping anybody. He gives them to his dog. His dog humps his leg. So what is what does it do then? He also liked to add that the dog licked the bowl. Well, let's let's get there. Finished it all up. So I gave some to my dog when he began to beg. Then he licked his bowl and he looked at me and did the wild thing on my leg, making a reference to his own song. Earlier song. He's just promoting himself, which, okay, all right, fair enough, whatever. He used to scratch and bite me before he was much, much meaner. But now all the poodles run to my house for the funky cold Medina. I guess insinuating that poodle, all poodles are female. You know, all right. of them are. But, I mean, he gave some to the male dog, and the male dog got just as horny. What kind of magic treat so you know, is this? I Medina makes all these women just come to a guy like they give you some kind of glow. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So you'd think that the poodles would just come, because he's not, the guy at the bar isn't humping people. Right. The guy at the bar <clears throat> is just sitting there, and the women are coming to And they're all to coming him. to him. He gives it to the dog. Right. The dog is, like, licking the bowl, and then fucks Tone Loke's leg. Yes. And gets a fucking red tooth gets the gets the, the little the, lipstick the, the yeah. lipstick yes all fucking gross all over his leg yes complete the, that guy isn't doing that so why in the hell is the dog all of a sudden trying to hump things i'm problematic than more in more ways than one mark i mean it's it's just it's once again man i didn't like this song from the get-go i'm, I'm kind of surprised that you did like it it had to be just for the music well, i mean I'm yeah sure. it was it was yeah, yeah I, I wasn't like but, i was sitting there like oh this fucking date rape rules but i, was just I, like, I know oh, it's catchy but yes but i i disagree i didn't think it was that catchy i just thought well you were oh, a little older than me just too. i mean drums like listen to the verses well i mean a lot it's of hip hop just is. the drums there's loads of 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 um of uh public enemy that's like mostly drums. But this one is like it's jacked up nothing but drums. If well, you listen to it it's just I just read you like seven or eight samples that this song has that are not just drums. You don't really notice them though. It's got the uh, yeah, but that's kind of it as far as like tones and timber and melody. Rap has no always melody. been more about the lyrics than it is about the music. True. And I mean, as long as the lyrics are good or catchy or funny in this case, which at the time we were like, oh, this is this is funny. Yeah. Until you get older and you're like, this is a little weird. Mm. Um, also, his dog used to scratch and bite him. Before he was Where much, he much meaner. Where? Oh, that's right. That's right. He did say and that. And now all the poodles come to his house. For, okay, so that is that is to say that his dog isn't mean anymore. What are the lasting effects of this funky cold Medina on his dog? Is he no longer mean at all? This was Medina he only stuff, mean because I mean, he it, wasn't it, having sex? Yeah, it used to scratch and bite. Here's the thing, Mark. Dude, does he only fuck poodles? If, if, does if he this fuck stuff male and so female great, poodles? If this stuff is so great... Why is it not everywhere on the freaking market? Why are because you not it's finding illegal. it everywhere? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing there's got to be something more to this uh, yeah. fuzzy navel thing. Uh, and it is just fiction because, once again, these things don't exist. These things are just... Uh, you know what I'm saying? I got every dog <laughs> in my neighborhood breaking down my door. You know what I am saying? I got Spuds McKenzie, Alex from Strohs. <laughs> they will leave my dog alone with that Medina, pal. Oh, so... Spuds McKenzie and Alex are both males. Yes, they are. Are they having sex with they his male dog? They are obviously getting aroused by the Medina and attacking his dog. And 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 raping his dog. That's what they're doing. 
Or, yeah, I yeah. mean, I guess they must be, his dog must be so fly. Yeah. They asked my dog, why From are you Medina. so fly? Yeah. Uh. I went up to this girl. She said, hi, my name is Sheena. Here we go. Mm. I thought she'd be good to go with a little funky cold Medina. She said, I'd like a drink. I said, mm, I'll go get it. Well, uh, pardon me while I go commit this felony. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Excuse me. Oh, let me grab this drink. Yeah. I'm... Like, this is now a thing where people are making, like, drinks that change color. Yeah. Yes. When yes. drugs are added to them. Absolutely. And people are putting coasters on top of their drinks so that this stuff doesn't happen. Absolutely. And this guy is like. This is going to be so funny that I mentioned that I'm fucking slipping something into this girl's drink. I can't wait until the song gets big. Um, tone deaf. <laughs> tone low. Tone, tone deaf. Low deaf. <laughs> then a couple of sips, she cold licked her lips, and I knew that she was with it. Mm. I'm so glad that you were able to uh, attract this woman on the basis of chemicals and not your uh wit or or beauty or charm so again mm-hmm. this is another like he gives it to her and it makes her i, I guess maybe in the beginning he was just buying these women funky cold medina and it mm-hmm. wasn't him that was a, that was affected no um in any way so i took her to my crib and everything went well as planned but when she got undressed it was a big old mess sheena was a man what it's it. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, it's 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 extraordinarily weak. It's extraordinarily fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, you know, I know that there's a, a difference between cross dressing and and being transgender. Well, but this is just like. Don't think I'm playing devil's advocate on this one. But oh, no. you and I have both seen transgendered women that could totally and completely pass for a completely gorgeous girl. Uh, I mean, that that are... uh, Let me take that back. That are completely gorgeous women. Thank you, yes. Yes. That not pass for it. They are completely gorgeous women. Let's get that straight, okay? Yes. And if you were confronted with, you know, you you took this person home, uh, not based on... You know, oh, we've made a connection, which, you know, that most of the time, you know, when you're single, you're going to, you're, you know, you're, that's what you're looking for. But there are times when you do not take that person home based on a connection that is uh, cerebral. It's just, you know, they're, they're good looking and you've both kind of come, you might not even have to say anything. You've both come to the conclusion that you're both going to take each other home and you're going to use each other, which you're adults and these things happen. All of a sudden, this extraordinarily gorgeous woman takes off her clothes, and it turns out that she has parts. Okay? Yes. I am not going to be turned on anymore. Okay. That's me. Right. I'm not going to get upset. I'm not, I'm not going to say this is a big old mess. Right. I'm not going to be upset. I'm just going to say, this is where we chill out. Maybe we'll, you know, talk for a little while. And I'll just say, this is not really my thing. I, I is it a big you? old mess? I mean, no. Well, and, and and here is where I'll be a little bit let down. Here is here is where the real problems arise. Yes, and this is yes. The next couple of lines really tell the whole story. So I threw him out. Yes, there we go. I don't fool around with no Oscar Mayer wiener. 
Yeah. You, you must be sure that the girl is pure. That's where the real problem is. For the funky cold Medina. I mean, he references her as a her the whole time. Right. Until she realizes that he that that she has a penis. Right. All of a sudden you know, I without knowing the whole situation, you have to you have to assume this person's transgender. Yeah. Then misgenders well, yes, misgenders her. Yes. Uh refers to her as not pure. Yeah, and that's just it. That's I where the real problem throws them out. That's where the real problem comes in is that is that do we rank someone's purity based on on parts? I Are you really threw him out? Yeah, I don't fool around with no Ma- Oscar Mayer wiener. The real problem is do do we do we rate someone's purity based on what parts they were born with? I mean, it's that is a horrible analogy. That is a shit analogy. You know, ain't no plans with a man. This is the '80s, and I'm down with the ladies. You know, the end of the '80s, motherfucker. It was, they were over. Yeah, they down with done. the '80s, indeed. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, then we have break it down with a little drum beat. Yeah, just the drums once again. Trying to let this transphobia and dog fucking and date raping shit settle for a minute yeah with a nice little funky breakdown oh, and by the, the drum way, beat in there is I'm really going nice to, i'm going to uh, uh slip you a mickey and then when things don't work my way kick you out of the house mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. back in the saddle looking for a little affection i took a shot as a contestant on the love connection that tea stained voice the audience voted, and you know they picked a winner. I, I took my date to the Hilton for Medina and some dinner. This guy is now at this point like not even try. Now he's just like it's just a poison. Fest. I'm just carrying just... him around with me in a vial, yeah. like Angelina jo- Jolie did with Billy Bob Thornton's blood, <laughs> just like at the ready, like and you know I I wonder if he thinks that the audience voted for him. They picked a winner because he's on the Medina. Yeah. If he's oh, got the Medina oh, oh, glow. Let's vote for him. He's got Medina. Yeah. Let's he's got that Medina glow. Mm-hmm. She had a few drinks. I'm thinking soon what I'll be getting. Instead, she started talking about plans for our wedding. Oh, those wacky ladies. Oh, my God. Can you believe it already? On the love connection and they connected love. And now she's talking about. Now, why doesn't this make her horny? Why does this? Yeah, why, why is does it, it, why is, does this make her want to get married? Yeah, do, does everyone every else woman... is being been affected by licking their lips and wanting to fuck. Right, this one just jumps right to matrimony. It's very strange. Yeah, it is uh, that Medina. I said, wait, slow down, love. Not so fast. Says I'll be seeing you. That's why I found you don't play around with the funky Cole Medina. Yeah, so is it as if uh, you know giving it to your dog and watching him hump your leg? And having all the dogs show up at your door and then giving it to a transgendered person and having to kick them out of the house and call them names weren't lessons enough that you probably shouldn't fuck around with the stuff. You just keep Oh, going. I got to take it national. I got to take it on national television and freaking, oh, on the this love is, connection, I'm going to give it to this woman, too. Yeah, this is a sex. This, she, this person is a sex addict. Yeah. With, like, because. Rapist. And, and yeah, well, yes, absolutely. But like the fact that all of the. Issues that they've had along the way, the self-described issues, didn't cause him to 
put the kibosh on the situation yeah, immediately. Exactly. He's like, oh, well, you know, even in the beginning of this fourth verse, he says, back in the saddle. Like, yeah. all right, I, I've, I've brushed off that whole transphobia episode. Uh, I'm going to go on the love connection. It's like, why would you go on the love connection when you're just trying to have sex with someone? Right. And if I remember correctly, on the love connection, the women came back and reported on what oh, you did later. Can you fucking imagine? Yeah. It's like, oh, oh uh, so... Uh, by the way, Chuck... Denise, uh, how was your date? Well, he took me to the Hilton. He drugged me. I saw him put something in my drink. Yeah. I told him that I wanted to get married to him. He left me alone in a restaurant. Didn't, didn't even give me cab didn't fare. Didn't pay the bill. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, ran he just, out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he just took off. You know what I'm saying? That Medina is a monster, y'all. Funky, cold Medina. And that's, uh, and he says funky cold Medina a, a bunch. bunch. And yeah. <sighs> it has to be pushed into the psyche of your end of the 80s listener constantly. Yeah. Didn't like it when it started. Still don't like it now. Oh, I'm going to, here's a man running around contaminating people's drinks. Yeah. Fuck let, him. Let me read the synopsis real quick. The song tells the story of Tone Loke's experiences with funky cold Medina, a potent aphrodisiac in liquid form. At the beginning of the song, Loke consults a fellow club goer who appears to be having more success with women than Loke is. Consults. The unnamed stranger informs Loke that his success is the result of use, his use of the funky cold Medina, which makes anyone who drinks it irresistible to others. So anyone who drinks it is irresistible to others. It has no effect on you. Men, women. It just makes yeah. you irresistible. Yes. Which totally falls apart later on when he talks about his dog, who instead of being irresistible to other dogs... Wants to fuck Tone Loke's leg for some reason. It's really fucked up that it's this this thing that comes from your hand and it makes others like you. And it has it says, nothing to do with you other than you probably purchased it or mixed it up in a, you know, you know, I don't know. It says, which makes anyone who drinks it irresistible to others, although this is later contradicted by lyrics that suggest that it makes those who drink it find others irresistible. Right. Loke initially tests the formula on his dog. <laughs> Who, upon drinking it, that sounds nuts just saying it, yes. becomes uncharacteristically affectionate towards Loke and appears to attract the neighborhood dogs to Loke's house. Loke then tries the formula on a potent love interest or potential love interest who unexpectedly turns out to be a crossdresser. His next effort involves him appearing on a dating show and a meeting and meeting a woman who immediately wants to marry him, which scares Loke away. Ultimately, Loke concludes the formula is too much trouble and resolves to stop using it. Maybe I might want to attract these women with my personality. Yeah, maybe I should just maybe. fucking um, not. Maybe try I should. And, maybe I should talk to them. Yeah, you know, or like be a good person, or or just or just talk to them, or just let them know who I am. It's okay to be like, oh, what's that guy doing? You know what I would do? I'd go. I asked the guy, why are you so fly? He said, "Funky Cole Medina," and I said, "What is that?" And he's like, "It's this thing. It's an aphrodisiac. It makes people uh, irresistible to you." And I'd go. Guys, this guy is doing some fucked up shit. Yeah. He's like date raping you. If I could talk to Tone Luck right now, I would say it's okay for girls to not like you. You do yeah. realize that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, you can do that. There are girls out there that are not going to like you. It's totally all right. Yeah. And, you know, this, you're giving them every reason in the world to not like you. There are, uh, I read all these lyrics from um, Genius.com, but I basically did not. We didn't go through the Genius. Click uh, on any of them because. A lot of the lyrics are pretty self-explanatory, and the uh, the things the, the the links are all what the love connection is. Because if you're 20, you may not know. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it it mentions Alex from Stroh's. I never knew Alex from Stroh's. Oh, you didn't? I, uh, no, I, oh, okay. I I did know Spuds McKenzie. More of an up north thing, I think. Spuds yeah. McKenzie was everywhere. Of course, there was always that rumor that Spuds McKenzie was a girl. I think it was. Wait, wait, wasn't that um, Honey Tree Evil Eye? Oh yeah, yeah. That yep, we did. Yep. That was covered on the No No once. Indeed. I do have to add a couple of things to this. One uh, is that I had heard at one point that Funky Cold Medina was also a name that was co-opted by people in prison that would uh, bottle up like feces and urine and uh, use it as a weapon, like throw it on people as they would go by. They would call that the mixture of things that they would mix up to throw it as that people that walk by their cell as Funky Cold Medina, which is hilarious in my opinion, (laughs) which is absolutely a riot. Um, it Wild got, thing. It got medina I think it fits much better. <laughs> Wild Thing was written by Marvin Young, also known as... Young MC. Young MC, yeah, another great. song that people got these two guys confused, yeah, but they were very tied together. I A lot of like say, silly I lyrics. I confused them, but Young MC, far better. I'm telling you, there's, there's, it, they're, they're very, very similar mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, and you are not the first person to confuse them. No, no, no. They came out right at the same time. Um, Wild Thing, first ever platinum certified rap single. The You're second, joking. The second one, Funky Cold Medina. You're joking. That's terrible. I wish man. I was. That is so terrible considering the Run DMC that was out there at this point. The the, the dude LL Cool J was a certified freaking star yeah. by this point, and that didn't go platinum. Rock the Bells did not go fucking platinum, and this did. It did. Oh, my God. At least it happened with a black person. I, Tone Loke is know, the stage name of so Anthony sucks, Terrell man. Smith. His stage name comes from Antonio Loco, Crazy Antonio, a nickname that his friends mm. gave him. Um, I, I, this is this is an interesting thing. In 1959, the Clovers recorded Love Potion Number no. 9 and took almost 30 more years before another song about a powerful aphrodisiac became a big hit. In this song, Loke's Love Potion is the funky Colt Medina, which is so powerful it even works on dogs. <laughs> I don't know why it's so powerful it even works on dogs. Mm. Um, so, yeah, um, it's uh, it's pretty interesting that, that Young MC was involved in uh, in both uh, his own stuff, Bust a Move, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sad that, Bust, you don't that, like that Bust Young move? MC... No, no, I love Bust a Move. I think that's a great song. That's an awesome song. I don't think that Wild Thing was marginally better than Funky Cold Medina. I still, I've always thought that Funky Cold Medina was a horrifically terrible song. I mean, not even really paying attention to the lyrics. I just didn't like it. So you know, just didn't didn't really do anything for me. Now, once again, not playing devil's advocate here, but I do have to say that a few years later, um, Mr. Loke Tone Loke did in fact. Um, participate in a film. He was he had a bit part in a film <laughs> that has since this time uh, gone on to be one of the most criminally underrated films. Um, it was robbed. It was stone cold robbed at the Academy Awards in 1994. Um, there were just I have what can I say other than that that there is not enough attention paid to the acting performance of an absolute genius in this movie in, in Ace Ventura. And it just that he never really got the due that he deserved from both the Academy and from the rest of, you know, the America at that time, you know who I'm talking about. Are you talking about, uh, uh, Jim Carrey? No, Dan Marino. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. Dan Marino 
criminally underrated as an actor. We all know what the magic that he can perform on the football field, but uh, nobody ever said a thing about his why. performance. And and that's just that's that's absolutely awful. It was uh, it was completely overlooked. And I I uh, charge that we should uh, recto- retroactively grant a an Academy Award of some sort. Create the Dan Marino Overlooked Award. Uh, in future uh, Academy Awards uh, 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 services and ceremonies, because it's just it's it's sad what they did to Dan. It really is. Yeah, I'm I'm heartbroken too. A lot of people in songmeanings.com who are just overjoyed with the Sheena was a man lyric, yeah. which uh, yeah. I mean this is also 14, 16 years ago. I wonder how many how these people. Uh, someone uh, Steph loves you. This song is about a guy who can't get any action, so he uses love potion. And it backfires on him. Poison. Yep. He uses poison. It's a good one. Yeah. No, it's great. Reminds me of Dude by Aerosmith, which I think is supposed to be Dude Looks Like a Lady, which... I'm, I'm trying to think now, Mark, because we're, we're here at the end, and I'm thinking to myself, what songs have we done? I've talked about others that I'm like, oh, I don't like it, and it left a worse impression on me after we were done. I didn't like it from the get-go. It's left a worse impression on me. I, I like it less. Yeah, give me a, give me a creep factor. A creep, me, this one a gets creep a level. creep factor of like 8.9. This, yeah. is, this is way up there, yeah. way up there. Is it Wang Chung? Absolutely. I can't say it was Wang Chung because I liked Wang Chung before. Right. Liked it a lot less after. This one I didn't like before. Is it, is, is it, am I going to think, am I going to want to turn it off when it comes on? Always have, always will. I have to give the creep factor maybe a nine point three. Wow! The fact that he's just doing all this stuff yeah. behind people's you know, backs. You're right. I he's mean, poisoning people. Yeah, he's freaking poisoning. I mean, it, yeah, it's just it's and wrong. And somehow we thought it was okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, super super problem. Go buy it. Make it go platinum. Fuck. Yeah. Please. <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that, I think that does it for this fucking <laughs> Thank song. Thank God. All right. Um, next up, we've got a fun one. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for this. This one's going to be great. This one's going to be good. Um, <laughs> I can see this one upsetting some people because this is a band that seems to be the kind of band that everyone like felt like a really deep connection to in the early 2000s. You guys did. Well, not me. Yeah, I mean, but people just slightly younger than yes. you, a and, little and bit some older than me. Might. And yeah. I mean, they are a talented group of people to be sure. Yeah. They are very talented musicians. I, I was, uh, and not all their lyrics are not all their lyrics are terrible, but the lyrics to these this, this song, song is in really bad. It's pretty fucking bad. We're going to do uh, pardon me. By Incubus. Oh. <laughs> um I didn't I didn't know. See, they're they're like this faceless early 2000 thing that I wasn't paying attention to. I was not paying attention to radio music at that time. And my wife pointed this out to me. She said, have you ever heard the lyrics to this song? And I listened to it and I was like, those are, I've heard that song. I remember it. It's, it's in the back of my head. Those are absolute shit. And I brought it to Mark and Mark was like, eh, I don't think he was thinking of it. He sat down and went, uh, after we went over it, uh, it was the end of one of our recording sessions, and he looked at me and said, get out of here now before I make you sit down and make time to do this shitty song. Yes. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. And it uh, is bad. It's going to be a good one. It's yeah. not, it doesn't have a high creep factor. No, but, it's funny, though. But it's, but it's funny for sure. Yeah. Seth, thank you. Thank you. And uh, we will be back next Friday with, uh, go ahead and listen to, to pardon very, me at least once. Very quickly with some incubus. But please do not burst into flames. <laughs> Somewhere between my mouth and your ears 
idea wandered off. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>